1: what's going on everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we've got the gtt champ jesse moore say hey hey oh man guys uh it's uh what a what a show we've got coming up tonight this is gonna be a lot of fun It's uh, nearing the end of the year, and we are cruising towards that finale for the season. Uh, It's the reason for the season, baby. Uh, It's uh, Game That Tune. What we're gonna do here is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're gonna try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're gonna goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some BONUS TUNES! And the winner last week was the GTT champion, Jesse Moore. And Jesse, you get to tell us about the theme you chose for tonight's episode.
2: The theme for tonight is games that feature love. I thought it was
1: just love. Like, what if I love a game that has no features of love?
2: Then you did wrong. (laughs) Cool, okay, cool.
1: Woohoo, man, did I reveal that I've misunderstood this theme? perhaps i have uh, i mean so,
2: I, I guess if you love a game so much that perhaps you can put love in it yourself that's which, the idea you know i'm not going to tell you what to do behind closed doors
1: listen man these so, all these discs the hole has it's, it's right there
2: and <laughs> just spit it we there's a
3: whole <laughs> lot of love in the oh i'm sorry disc okay yes done
1: I play games with disc holes in them. <laughs> uh,
3: so, so,
0: so, you know. Okay, so it's, it's
1: games with love, games featuring love. Uh, so you know, I don't know. That doesn't really need further explanation. I mean, you know, what is love truly? David, explain baby, love.
2: Baby, don't hurt me. Now oh, you beat me by like
3: one second. Um, love is a chemical reaction within the brain um, that releases endorphins and serotonin as you're in the presence of another human being that you are sexually compatible with.
2: Oh, I love echo endorphin.
3: But I'm a romantic like that, so that's how I define love.
1: Right, man. Uh, remind me never to ask you that again. Good God, David. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're. Li- these games don't have endorphins in them, David. You just you blew it. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? These, we're talking about games. Yeah, that's echo.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I just got that, Jesse. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> chose to no sell it the first time I heard it. In terms of um, you know love involved in games, then it's. It's the thing that gives you butterflies in your stomach. It's the thing that makes your heart beat quicker. It's the thing that makes you appreciate the flowers and the colors in the sky and the way that the snow lightly falls on the ground and the way that a smile can just bring you back to a happy time and feel warm all
4: over. There's, that sounds like drugs. Are we talking about yeah. drugs? Mm-hmm.
1: Games with drugs? David, are you saying you love drugs? Is that what the theme is? Games where you love drugs? Is the theme that movie Love and Other Drugs?
3: Look, all I'm saying is maybe I took a little love potion number nine before the show.
1: I'm in favor of that. I think <laughs> we all should have a little extra love potion tonight, man. It's uh, Like I said, it's the end of the year. We're cruising towards the finale for the year. And uh, I think uh, we've got five fantastic games. Five lovely games, as it were. Uh, we've got a lovely fan request. And it's just going to be a real love fest tonight. I'm, I'm sorry that these... Uh, digital walls are separating us guys because i feel like we should all get together in the same room for all you know to spread all this loving wait no that's COVID. no okay <laughs> it's good that we're t- it's doing this separately <laughs> yeah we're doing it right um so yeah johnny let's uh let's just start it up man uh play uh, play our first game love one
2: all right so this game was inspired by the works of shakespeare Um, the developer called the initial pitch romeo and juliet but instead of dying they escaped in space (laughs) Uh, and the design of the two protagonists was based on a uh, famous Image Comics uh, saga. <laughs> gentlemen how you feeling
1: pretty bad feeling great Uh, really pretty good
2: really love those jams
1: yeah jams Uh, are sweet wait is jams the hint no (laughs) is this a marmalade game this This is a game this is a game about steamed jams (laughs) Steamed jams (laughs) listen johnny i've tried steaming my jams (laughs) It, it, it really doesn't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to add a lot of pectin to steam those jams. These
3: jams are <laughs> I don't know what, grilled.
2: Let's see what we got. I don't
3: know what love marmalade would be, but
2: let's see. Uh, Johnny says Tristan, and I saw they go to Mars. And, uh, <laughs> uh, John says Saga: The Final Frontier. That's wrong. And David says uh, Journey, but in space and sexy. No, that's incorrect. Uh, close. Um. Uh, this is Haven, um a 2020 release and um <clears throat> it's a pretty interesting game. Um it's on Game Pass obviously, but you <laughs> you play as <laughs> No. A,
1: yeah. Wait for it way jesse (laughs) you a game
2: pass game yeah yeah um but it's 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 pretty cool um it has a really cool look to it um you play as this uh guy and this girl and uh they're very much uh in love It, it feels like they're in that uh time in a relationship where like um you're used to each other you know maybe you're doing it you know every other day or every day still a little bit um and but you're comfortable enough to give each other shit all the time and make jokes about each other and stuff and it's that kind of thing and and the dialogue is really cool like i I, like i feel like i'm watching like some kind of like melodrama or something and they're talking and you know out on adventuring and you can swap in between um the, the the dude and the lady and um they uh, like fly around on these like jet boots and um which is kind of It seems like uh up david's alley right there um <laughs> i and, don't know why yeah and so you like fly around in your jet boots and you're trying to fix your ship because you like uh crashed on this planet but at the same time like you're just kind of wanting to fix it so you can like still live in it because you don't really want to like go back because apparently like through the story i figured out um it's one of those. Uh, cultures that like you're assigned a mate and it's like that's who you're gonna marry and stuff and these two like they were like friends when they were younger and and for whatever reason they got in this ship and left the planet and stuff the planet india yeah um well no actually the planet is called source so Uh, okay I, i know a lot of people are interested in finding the source so maybe it's in this game um but, like, it's a bunch of, like, floating islands. And, like, you go from, like, you fly, like, from island to island with your jet boots and stuff. Um, there's, like, these, like, slipstream type things that you go through. Um, and you get energy. These like, and you do, like, these, like, tricks. It's almost like grinding on, like, rollerblades, it feels like, but not. Um, okay. <laughs> and, but occasionally you fight monsters, and it's kind of like an RPG thing. And you can, um, do, like a physical attack you can like shoot energy at, it, at the monster or you can do these like team up moves where you both like do stuff and um you're just kind of making them not angry anymore and then you pacify them so you don't like actually kill them <laughs> which is interesting um huh. uh, my only thing though is like when you're just like kind of zooming around like besides the music like it's kind of dull in a way like everything's like cool and bright it kind of reminds me of Namek, like the color scheme of Namek from Dragon Ball Z and okay. um kind of like purpley and greenish and and um
1: so it's an alien world is what you tell a bit yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> um but it's very it, it feels almost very empty but like you're gathering like fruit and and stuff um eventually you find this big like manta ray looking thing that you can ride on its back um, <clears throat> like uh, there's cooking in it so you can like cook together and then when you like cook you share a meal together and talk about your day and stuff and there's very like the writing's really good
1: um, it's just
2: like I said it's just kind of just a little dull when you're just zooming around sure but, um, but it
1: seems like you know just I'm looking at images and stuff now and it seems like kind of game that like you, know, you just kind of get into the vibe or you don't like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it looks really cool to me. Like,
2: yeah, it's like,
1: uh, inter- if you're looking for like an action game, it doesn't necessarily scream no. action game. But yeah, like you know, like doing a little like uh, outer space, flying around, rollerblading, fight occasional monsters, and then have like pillow talk. Yeah, sounds kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I was gonna say like
3: um I'm, I'm looking at screenshots of this now, and it looks like it's just this. not empty world that look i mean there are like like you said monsters to fight and things to do but it looks like this big giant like teal world where you just kind of fly around looking for stuff to do and then you cook meals and then talk about your day and have really fun dialogue like this looks
1: right up my alley yeah no that sounds this this really sounds like a david game (laughs) very much so yeah yeah especially
3: like, uh. with that music, you just kind of like zone out and fly around the world like hell yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. a
2: super chill game like you know maybe maybe the dullness is meant to like you know don't even think about what you're doing, just fucking just vibe with the game, maybe that's what their intention is saying. i
1: I, I kind of like it when a game doesn't necessarily foist a bunch of fucking mechanics onto itself, you know like maybe they just were like, okay, this is what we want out of this game. it doesn't need to be much more than this like people are gonna play this or they're not and you know they're gonna jet around on space rollerblades and you know check out like some cool sunsets and shit fight a couple of monsters but really we're trying to sell them on this relationship and on you know the uh you know the story of these two characters it doesn't need to be much more than that I think this game actually looks really fucking cool
2: (laughs) yeah um (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's like, they don't get to, like, downright bone-in, but they definitely get to, like, you know that's what they're about to do when, before whenever a pan's black, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I said pillow talk. Literally, I, I shared a picture in the... Uh, I found, like, an animated image of a dialogue scene, and it's them literally talking in bed in their underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, they're, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that it's not a hardcore sex game. <laughs> it, uh, that would put it into, well, I can't play this category uh, you know, okay you had, already
3: you already had me sold on this game and then you brought up implied boning it's like okay i can't want to play this game
2: anymore
1: yeah exactly chill out jesse you're really just <laughs> uh, the game doesn't need any boners david's got it covered <laughs> with what uh, a tribute that game
2: you're gonna put it it's in mondo dawn <laughs> um
1: but yeah no this uh Yeah, it looks really good, man. I mean, you know, like you said, I don't know. I I, I like that it's not trying to do too much. You know, I I think, uh, yeah, based on the music and the look and the, you know, your assertion that the dialogue is good and you you, you like the characters, I think, you know, this, this sounds really fucking good, man. I know you only know it from Game Pass, but I'm intrigued to know if this is on the Switch or not, because, you yeah. <laughs> know, where you pay uh, a nominal monthly fee for your Game Pass games, I like to buy my games $20 at a time.
2: <laughs> it is on Switch, and okay, uh, PS4, um, Windows, it's not a bunch of stuff.
1: Because, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think with, you know, like, a, the vibe and the moving and just the lack of, like, you know, traditional action, it, you know, it seems like it's got that kind of dream-like quality that I'm coming to appreciate in a lot of uh, kind of outer space games. You know, you're you floating around and just, you know, visiting out, you know far-out worlds, and... I don't have a whole lot of dreams where I fight elaborate monsters, so one or two will do. You know, like... Let, oh. But let's put the focus on the boning and on the space rollerblades and the unusual colored sunsets and the fantastic music. And, you know, you got a, a dream quality game for me. So,
2: I do have one kind of weird nitpick about the game. And that's whenever you, there's only two speeds, like there's zooming on your jet boots or walking the slowest possible walk you can do. So, like, hmm. you either just got to go top speed or, like, just...
1: The slowest, so interesting. But other than yeah, and, that, uh, yeah. I, need, I, uh, mean, I need a little more sensitivity on like the uh, the triggers or something. To, <laughs> I need, need a little tilt. Yeah,
3: I mean that that sounds like the perfect you know description of love. You're either taking it slow and steady, or you are going max force. <laughs>
1: that's true. That's true. Except at this game, where it seems like they're just uh, <laughs> crash landing on the planet and not in any hurry to do anything. So maybe this game only needs one speed setting remarkably slow uh, yeah exactly <laughs> just make it a real crawl of the game and you really just have to soak it <laughs> Does
4: sound
1: enjoyable? I don't know man it, it sounds like it might be if you, if you played that music the whole time and have that namekian color scheme and uh, like I said pillow talk with two attractive anime characters that
2: can only crawl on the ground take it as
1: slow as you gotta baby
2: gravity <laughs> on this planet is so terrible <laughs>
1: Yeah, that goes into the more of the Dragon Ball Z quality of the whole thing. They're training in 40 times Earth gravity. Yes. They're boning in 40 times Earth
4: gravity. God. Mmm. <laughs> play, man. my fan fiction. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, yeah. The only way Johnny can crush is in 40 times the Earth gravity. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <about> crush. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, no, I don't know, man. This game, it looks pretty fucking great. Looks uh, Looks uh really interesting. Um Perfect for Switch. You've been selling me on, like, an Xbox all fucking year, man. I'm worried that I need to get an Xbox just for, like, the Game Pass. Or, you know, because I don't trust my computer to run a fucking thing. You know, I'm, I'm worried that I'm, I'm going to buy an Xbox for the first time in history. I'm, you know, I'm upset. I don't know what 2021 holds for us, but... God, I might turn into a Game Pass boy too. You've been selling me on this shit all year, Jesse.
2: I mean, it's fucking good. I'm playing Dragon Quest XI and shit too. I mean, it's. Oh, they got everything right now.
1: Son of a bitch. Yeah, I do. And you know, that's, uh, that's the thing. I, I need more games to play. So. <laughs> got nothing but time to play infinite games. Um, maybe, maybe that's good. Maybe I'll stave off the Xbox to prevent the ultimate just crisis of I'll never play everything. Um, Jesse, this game looks great, and I love the soundtrack. Uh, is there a composer or anything to credit?
2: Um, I believe they're called Danger. Um, they are... The song
1: by Mystical. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's a, it's that's a... the
1: whole soundtrack. It's just the song Danger by Mystical? that's <laughs> weird, because I, I could swear I heard three separate songs uh, as we discussed this game, but... Um, yeah. It's a French answer.
2: electronic musician.
1: Sweet. How that sounds like... I bet you I'm going to fucking bring that up to, like, my brother at some point. I'm going to play the shit on Spotify. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you just heard about this. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to look into more of that stuff. That's fucking great music. So, cool, man. Anything else on, uh, on Haven? No, that's it. That's good. Hell yeah, man. Uh, guys, let's just lay down in bed and talk about the, the next game that's going to play.
0: Love 2!
4: guys so um let's see here uh where'd my trivia go okay so um the sort of overall vibe of the game switched from being about sex to about relationships and it kind of came towards the end of the development cycle when they fleshed out more of the character arcs um The lack of references by characters to their sexual orientation came from developers feeling that most media dealing with queer people is about societal issues, not about the relationships themselves. So they made that choice to focus more on the relationships and deal with issues like social anxiety and toxic, toxic masculinity. (laughs) Jesse says daft dicks with a drawing of daft punks as the daft punk guys' penises, which is great. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, David says sonic swinging pansexual party with knuckles. Um, that's not right, Andy. You lose a point because it should be and knuckles. And then uh, John with dream daddy, which is the correct
1: answer. Johnny, you should have went last. I'm not drunk enough for this to be the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this, is, this is Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. You know, I should have figured that you
3: would have chosen this game.
4: Well, it's surprisingly wholesome, right? Like, at the from the onset, from the title, I was kind of expecting this to be Honey Pop 2, right? Like, just another Honey Pop, you know, all about the sex game. But no, this game is actually about um you know forming relationships and exploring like issues that people deal with like you're a dad with a kid and you're dating other i mean of course every i guess technically if you're a dad you have to have a kid by definition
1: <laughs> you know i was go about on, to do yeah, that. <laughs> explain this <laughs> wait does that
4: mean
2: i'm a dad <laughs>
1: i i am daddy does yeah. that
3: mean i'm not a dad that i'm aware of
1: that's David, cool. just don't go on 23andMe. I'm okay pay for you to find out your your dirty secret.
4: <laughs> and so yeah, it's a it's a dating sim, point and click visual novel kind of thing, um, with you know mini games like that. Last thing we heard is from a mini game that kind of looks like a Pokemon battle. When you first meet um, one of the dads, Brian, at the park, you get into a brag battle where you brag uh, about how great your kid is to each other. And, uh, For yeah. a second,
3: I thought it was going to be two dads who like send their kids out to beat each other up, and that was the Pokemon battle.
4: <laughs> that, I would absolutely play that game. <laughs> like, like Peoplemon? I don't know what you would call it. But well, have anyway. you played
2: this game?
4: <laughs> you, you know I have not. Um, and I had
1: a hard time finding good video footage of it, so I'm, I'm <laughs> not... It's because it's a visual novel. There's barely video of it. Like, you just yeah, you click through dialogue with sexy dads. That's Wait, what it is, man. So,
2: did you pick a magazine?
4: <laughs> God, one of these days I'm going to do that, I'll just pick an actual magazine with that with music.
1: <laughs> this is the November 2000 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly, yeah. and the CD that came with it. <laughs> it's, even, it's just me flipping pages into the
4: microphone. <laughs> and humming. <laughs>
1: oh lord <laughs> um, but no so hmm. it's
4: um, it, it. like I said it, it looks like it's supposed to be a pretty uh, actually wholesome game uh, the the sex happens off screen you know it's not like Honey Pop where you see people nude um, it's got uh, you know lots of different branching storylines you can get through including some where you die which I thought was fascinating um,
2: it's a dead daddy yeah like yeah, you like dream, there's dream daddy.
4: there's a storyline where you uh, go to a, f- a fair with you know on a date and you wind up get you you can choose to get pissed at the guy you're on a date with and go to throw a punch while you're on a Ferris wheel you fall off the Ferris wheel you bleed out to death. Oh my and, fuck! And the dialogue is like you worrying about what's gonna happen to your daughter now that you're dying. <laughs> like that's that's where it goes. Well yeah, that's
2: where you would go. Oh that. I thought yeah, the dialogue
4: yeah. was gonna be
3: like ack ack. E- <laughs> like, as you're lying there bleeding out.
1: Right, yeah, but then also your whole life flashes before your eyes, and you worry about what's going to happen to your children. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to play this. <laughs> See, I was going to I mean, ask- I, I, obviously I know how to avoid that now, but still. <laughs> what? on the
2: Ferris wheel.
3: See, I was going to ask, because I know there's a whole bunch of different dads there's like the big burly dad there's like the professional yuppie dad there's like the suburban dad and whatnot um but as you were talking about like yeah some of these storylines like you can die like wait does this go into the weird like metaphysical Do, can you pick up a
4: ghost dad there is uh Bill damien. Cosby. there's damien the goth dad which i think gets you pretty close because he looks like a vampire mm. like he is dressed like a vampire and he wants to suck your blood.
1: <laughs> well executed pause, David. Thank you. <laughs> uh, wow. See, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know what to make of this game, man. I, you know, I, I know a lot of people. I, I assume, like Twitch streamers and things, play this, and it's it was real tongue in cheek. I mean, it was developed by the fucking game grumps, so you know, I I assume this was created in some strange ironic fashion for postmodernist game players to play. Um I
4: think it started that way and then
1: cuz originally
4: was going to be a lot heavier on like the sex part, right? This right. Is, but I think as they did it, they kind of changed gears a bit and made it a little I'm glad more, to hear that. That's yeah. the
1: thing cuz it's it sounds like some fucking real immature like, you know, <laughs> let's make a game where you know, you're playing as a guy having to you know pick up other guys to have sex with. It's like yeah, I mean, okay, no then. That, that, yeah, that, that could actually be a good well, dating that funny? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It seems like that has, that's probably where it began and it's like, "Actually, we could make a pretty good like wholesome thing here." <laughs> uh, you know, I still don't think I want to play it and you know, it's just out of lack of interest in whatever kind of, you know, like Remember I featured Phoenix Wright a couple weeks ago? Turns out I don't like it very much. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, Learn my lesson. Visual novel games, not so much my speed. So, you know, one where you're having to do tongue-in-cheek pickups on other hot dads. It's like... Uh,
4: the, the thing that has me... I don't know.
1: The thing that caught my interest was I heard that this game
4: is filled with shitty dad jokes. Like, just to the brim, the best, worst pun you know, dad joke I mean, humor. The entire cast is nothing but dads. What did yeah. you expect it was going to be? Yeah. And I, I love dad jokes. Like I, they're the best. They're so bad. They're so good. And so I, I would like to play. I feel like games do need more dad jokes thrown into them. I wish I and, had one. And yeah, you're dad daddy serious.
1: You you say this and then prepare zero dad jokes for presentation. As god,
4: <laughs> as god is my
3: witness, I thought you were leading to a lightning round where you were going to give us a setup and we
1: had to give the dad punchline. Oh god <laughs> damn, John. How is that not what's happening right now? Well he'd
2: have to become a dad first. You can't make a dad joke unless you're a dad.
1: Yeah. Johnny, what gives you the goddamn right to enjoy a dad
3: joke? Actually, now that I think about it, I'm glad we're not doing that lightning round because I would automatically be disqualified.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of you guys have dads or are dads. <laughs> so, you, know, you can't possibly give a fuck or no dad jokes. You There's bastards. no real... Dad. John, please, not <laughs> while I'm drinking. God it, good on that you one. You killed him. Because <laughs> I realized I'm like, you guys don't get dad jokes. You're not dads. I'm like, oh yeah, they have dads. Right, and David has the most dad joke dad of all of us, so that uh, actually, uh, yeah, uh, score a negative one for me. Turns out you can appreciate dad jokes without being a dad of any kind. I like uh,
3: the idea, too, of your thought process, like, you know, you can't appreciate dad jokes, you're not dads. Oh, wait, they have dads. No, they don't.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For comedic purposes, for now, no, they don't have dads. But no, David, your dad is the dadliest dad that ever made a fucking dad joke. I mean, my God, that guy is one endless bit. I love your dad. He has no off switch. Yes. I'm pretty sure when we were combing our hair before your wedding, he was doing like a Hitler impression. What? (laughs) Yeah, probably.
3: (laughs) What are you doing? Stop! (laughs) I mean, I I I just want to clarify. Wearing tuxedos and marching to to music,
1: but like, stop it,
3: man! (laughs) I just want to clarify when he was doing that. He was like. Holding the comb up as the mustache and making a silly face, he wasn't saying like "It's a beautiful day to kill Jews." Like, no, that's <laughs> yeah, no, not no, at yeah. all what happened. God, no, you dad, go there.
1: Could, that's what Hitler's famous for, Jesse. <laughs> I,
3: uh, yeah, it's a it's beautiful kind of its day <laughs> to invade Poland. There
1: it is. Yeah, beautiful day for a uh, beautiful day for a terrible idea. Let's go to Russia. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> No, David's dad famously not a Nazi. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, really likes comedy and can't turn himself off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so David's dad uh, is not one of the Dream Daddies. Um, no, there's nobody here that really looks like
4: David's dad, as far as I can tell. Um, I mean,
1: not even Brian Harding, John. I was looking at Brian actually a little bit.
4: Brian could be David's dad.
1: Yeah, an early version of David's dad. I don't know if David's dad ever wore an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt in his life, but uh, the rest of it kind of (laughs) works. I'm so excited for David to be Googling this right now. (laughs) You know
3: something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's that's kind of like
3: my dad, yeah.
1: Yes. As described in the Dream Daddy wiki, aggressive dad and bear dad all at once. Oh yeah yeah, he likes to compete with the Avatar to be the superior dad. None of that describes David's dad, but yeah, David's dad is a pretty wait, big guy with a beard. The so.
2: Avatar? Is this a frickin' uh Richard Garriott game? <laughs> is this like a like an Ultima? Oh,
1: okay. I was like, wait, are you getting your Avatar references mixed up? I'm pretty sure the character's name was Jake Sully and he was <laughs> on uh, that they were looking uh, he, for Adoptanium. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's not an unobtainium game. No, sorry, Jesse, your Avatar reference yeah. left me in the cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I was really confused
4: for I a second because. Johnny, but.
3: I was confused for a second because I, for the life of me, could not remember the name of the guy from Avatar aside from. <laughs> the guy from avatar
1: Oh yeah no Yeah he's meant to be literally he's like the film actor version of a game avatar like he is a blank man no, that it, they insert into a CGI world
4: Yeah avatar is it's just three characters it's the avatar guy you have um sergeant hardass and you got professor science
1: like that's that's it <laughs> and the variations on those three Yeah um, Well that's not anyway. true. there's
3: a fourth character there's blue girl Oh the girl yes <laughs>
1: right exactly <laughs> the natives um <laughs> anyway so there's no uh there's no navi in uh in dream daddy john
4: no there's no navi saying hey listen the whole time it's just uh you know it's a standard dad dating simulator
1: i mean i'm for it you know i'm for that dad joke right there maybe that's a <laughs> that's a gtt dad joke john you just pulled it off <laughs> uh navi not just the name of the creatures in avatar um fucking amen uh Interesting pick. I'm uh, yeah, I, I understand why you picked it. It's because we have a theme. Uh I am intrigued though <laughs> as, to, you know, as to like why, you know, I, I don't know. Are you do you have any intention of playing this at some point, John? <laughs> you know, I didn't, but now I kind of I think maybe I should, man. Should, you give should it a try? It. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I feel like you got to yeah.
1: bring it back, man. You got to, you know, make a do a dream daddy stream, you know, yeah. Daddy Sunday.
4: Yeah. Daddy Sunday. That's that's beautiful. That's a terrible yeah. dad joke.
1: <laughs> or yeah. I don't think it's a joke. It was just yeah. he did Sonic Sunday this week, so oh. why not Daddy Sunday? Oh I was thinking
4: <laughs> Daddy S O N Daddy plus Sunday. Yeah.
1: Oh. oh Father oh, Sunday? Yeah.
4: Oh man, see that
1: damn. Uh no, I didn't think on that level at all. I was just thinking of the worst possible stream title, such as Sonic Sunday or Daddy <laughs> Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. Sonic Sunday is a good one. It's uh, it's alliterative. SS yeah. here on Game that. Whoa, Game. no, never mind. <laughs> no, no. No. no, wait, uh, I no. forgot. It's this stream, that. we are famously not Nazis. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway, Johnny, anything else on these daddies before we nope. uh, move on? I got nothing. All right, man. Good. Love 3.
2: this is our fan request. Um, so at the beginning of development, this game was intended to be released on the PlayStation two. However, uh, in May of 2005, there was a, a tech demo that they, uh, they, they, did for, um, just to show off what, um, an earlier game in the series looked like on the PlayStation three. And they're like, hey, let's do that instead. So they made a completely new uh, game engine uh, to make this game and released it later on the PlayStation 3. you guys feeling pretty
1: good feeling great feeling real good man awesome
3: yeah.
2: let's see those answers and dick pictures <gasps> oh, 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 oh jesus christ okay we got two dicks and uh john gets the right answer with final fantasy 13 this was Hell, re- yeah. requested in our discord channel by tay so everyone thank him for this
1: Excellent request, eh? Thank you very much for this.
2: Um, so, yeah, this is Final Fantasy 13. Um, has anyone else played this?
1: Played about as much as I've played any other Final Fantasy game. <laughs> okay. A um, couple hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember it being pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's. Is it's, this the one with uh, the bunny girl?
1: No, no that's, that's, that's 12. 12. Yeah. Okay, I got nothing. <laughs> Damn, dude. Because, yeah, bunny girl's pretty great.
2: But yeah, this is a you know a pretty good uh, Final Fantasy. I know it got it got mixed reviews as far as um, it is kind of linear up front. And um,
1: yeah, I remember that. You know, it, and it sucks because I read that that word in reviews and then immediately noticed how linear it was when I was yeah. playing. I'm like, oh damn, that was pretty apt criticism. Like a lot of these areas are just kind of corridors. Yeah. It's
2: like a big <laughs> like, giant story tube.
1: Yeah, you're in a fucking, you know, garbage dump or something with trash piled up on both sides of you it's like, you well, you got one way to go I'm like, oh great. <laughs> it's kinda linear. Literally, the maps all yeah. seem a little linear.
2: <laughs> but like, you know, besides hope whining all the fucking time, everyone else was really cool and I you know, I, I enjoyed the story and and um the big love thing was like Snow and Sarah, they're like fiance and, like, Sarah gets, um, like, turned into crystal. Oh, yeah. And, like, Snow's all fucking, you know, his heart's broken, and he's trying to save her the whole time, and and, um, there's a lot of weird, like, religious crap going on, like, if you get exposed to something specific that happens sometimes, uh, you get sent to this, um, other place.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, um, now, I remember, like, This game doesn't do much hand-holding in terms of telling, like, or explaining what the world is. It's like, all right, you know this is Final Fantasy. This is the 13th Final Fantasy. So you're going to be in some fucking, like, wild kind of techno-futuristic place. And then I'm like, okay, I I think I can wrap my head around that. But then they start using words that don't exist in, in, uh, you know, English. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, you know, wait, you're losing me. What exactly is a Lassie? And a Falsie... Yeah, and so there's Pulse Falsy and Pulse Lussy. Yeah, uh, you know it's weird. And like I hadn't played any of uh, Final Fantasy VII at the time, so like the fam- familiarity of the setting didn't really set in for me. Like you know, now that I have played a little bit of Final Fantasy VII remake, it's like all right, yeah, there was uh, a bunch of people living in Grand Pulse. And then above Grand Pulse is the Cocoon, which is where, uh, you know, kind of more uh, a, a different class of people live. Uh, and then, yeah, there's Lassie and Falsie, and they do the purge if anybody makes contact. Yeah, you know, it gets complicated, but something happens to start purging people down in Grand Pulse. And I'm like, you know, that's... I i wasn't super clear on that from the little bit that I played in this game, and now I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm like, you know, that sounds a lot like that big, uh, disc above the <laughs> the slums there. <laughs> like, That sounds familiar for some reason, this cocoon floating high above a slum town. Hmm. I wonder where they got that idea. <laughs> but, uh... I remember it being really cool, man. Like, and the the graphics were great. The characters were cool. Lightning is a fantastic yeah, lead. Yeah, she's great. Um, um, oh, and yeah. Oh, this
3: is the one with lightning. Okay. Saz.
1: Yes. Yeah, you got Saz, the, uh, you know, super cool black guy with an afro, and he has a Chocobo living in his hair, I know, I it's so cool, his little baby <laughs> yeah, Chocobo. <laughs> every now and then, during dialogue, a Chocobo just pops out of his afro and makes a little noise. And it's like, so fucking great. cute. Great.
2: And, Why not? And he's got two fucking pistols, and...
1: Mm -hmm. and yeah Snow was cool I mean he's you know just like a like a mega Final Fantasy Husbando type character like (laughs) just holy shit you're gonna distill just like sexy sturdy anime guy down into like one essence it's gonna be Snow like you know big trench coat beanie covering white hair you know deeply in love and his love is driving part of the plot like uh oh watch out for that guy um, and then yeah, I couldn't remember the other guys, but yeah, you said Hope. I was like, who is she? Oh wait, no, Hope's the you know another boy. The little
2: boy that uh, fucking cries all the. Oh my mom's dead. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, shut joy up. Join
1: the club. Yeah, change your fucking name. I was, um. So what? But, Batman? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be Batman, David. He would be <laughs> the worst Batman. Listen though, it, you know, but if it were just Batman in the game like if this were God. final fantasy final, final fantasy. fantasy versus the dc universe you're, you're
2: like let's <laughs> see i think my party composition let's see i want lightning lightning's pretty good uh gotta pick saz saz is great and uh mm-hmm. batman and then yeah. there we go yeah. <laughs> I,
1: think, I think on this mission i'm taking batman yeah okay cool <laughs> it's like
3: not even like a crossover with the dc universe literally just, batman, just batman in the game
1: yeah, it's, it's like, like, like Batman what? in the Lego movie. He's just there, like, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend. It's Batman. Like, just like, replace snow with Batman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you get here, and how do you even fit into this world? I'm the Because Goddammit. I'm
1: Batman. Yeah, exactly. I'm rich. My parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um. But no, Batman's not in the game. And then I don't think I got far enough in the game to unlock anybody else that I remember. Like, uh, I, I feel like there was someone named like Vanille. Yeah, and
2: was cool, you and Fang. They, you, can't, okay. you couldn't ever tell what their situation was, I don't think. I think they might have been sisters or, or maybe, you know, other stuff going on. I don't know. Hmm. Is this I'm one of those, it.
3: like... Sailor Moon English dub things where they're cousins, but not actually cousins. <laughs> like, are they actually sisters or?
2: I don't know. Probably. They know each other and they're very right. friendly. So. Okay.
3: <laughs> that could mean a lot of things, Jesse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they could be co workers. <laughs> like. They're
3: sisters. They're lovers. They met at a company holiday party.
1: Mm hmm. I'm David, sorry. make her, you know, Jesse, take this subtext and make it text. I'm sorry. <laughs> Explain this relationship.
2: <laughs> Grim said fucking cousins. And, and I, just, Could be. I just can't get, that's the best. That's I'm the best. not, I'm not
1: We've sure. We've all been if there.
2: Episode time I'm not like, sure if wait, Grim what? is
3: angry about the cousins thing or if she's implying that they
2: are cousins who are indeed fucking. That's what I think she means okay because then someone said roll tide and i completely right. know what they're talking about uh-huh. but yeah i think uh, uh the you know shiva the from final fantasy you know the ice lady um oh, yeah. she's a fucking motorcycle in this game
1: which is pretty cool word <laughs> more summons need motorcycles
3: (laughs) okay like again there's there are these two women who are sisters or maybe something else and now there's a woman who turns into a motorcycle like i'm getting very utina vibes here and like that's really
2: making me think
1: that there's some subtext
2: there's a lot
3: of
1: cool
2: like strong women in this game so what is that
1: yeah that's kind of become a thing in final fantasy series there's uh there's some cool ass strong women in this series uh kind of love it. Um, yeah, I wish I had played more of this, man. I, I think I've still got it sitting around here, because it's like, you know, you get a Final Fantasy game on the PlayStation 3, and this guy that, you know, kind of, at a time was, you know, buying a lot of games, it's like, I'm not going to get rid of that. I'll go back to that at some point. And I, I remember the battle system being a little frustrating to me, and not not like I'm a Final Fantasy traditionalist. I'm actually very much not. Like My you know, favorite Final Fantasy thus far is Final Fantasy XII and the battle system and that is nothing like the rest of the series but so like I appreciate the kind of more active battle but like I was just I think a little confused with like the job or class system and the paradigm shift yeah and uh yeah it was like alright yeah it's still a menu system but like you gotta just do as much shit as possible and watch it happen and it's like hold on I'm I'm a little thrown off and yeah okay I'm getting like my ass kicked <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm a, uh, you yeah, I'm kind of a, an idiot when it comes to this stuff, so it's like, listen, I'm just gonna have everybody attack. No one needs to heal anything. Like, <laughs> if we just beat the shit out of this thing, we'll be fine, right? Like, I oh, no. No, it, it, that's not the case at all. Like, <laughs> it turns out someone should stand back and, like, cast spells the whole time and stay out of the enemy's range. Who knew? Um... But yeah, so I just remember the uh, the battle system being very uh, convoluted. But uh, the game is really flashy and really cool, and soundtrack um, is real good. Soundtrack's excellent. Man. I, yeah. I remember uh, it's playing
2: uh, Final. Still Uematsu? Yeah. No, no, it's not Uematsu.
1: Oh, it's it's Masashi Hamauzu.
2: Yeah, you, look, so John, bet, you yeah. can't just see, hear Final Fantasy and just say it's Uematsu.
1: I know. It's almost like racist on my part. But no, yeah, sorry, man. It it was not lead by Oematsu. I feel like you've been uh, listening
2: to too many other shows.
1: I've been listening to a lot of shitty video game music podcasts that think that Oematsu composed all of Final Fantasy music, which simply isn't the case. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um... No, so yeah, uh, shout out Masashi Hamazu, who's been more a uh, frequent composer uh, since Final Fantasy X or so. Uh, but yeah, music's great. Like I, I like the confusing futuristic setting again. Like you know, I don't understand the world really, but it seems cool. And you know, based on like again, like the graphics and the, the look of the whole thing. Like yeah, you know, it was. It's like yeah, you know, I'm kind of vibing with this thing. But then the combat left me a little bit in the cold, and I just. Uh, it's like I set it down and just kind of never went back to it. Now I'm like, look, I'm like, you know, blink, blink, it's been 10 fucking years. I need to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I'm thinking maybe I will now, because, uh, you know, I've been playing so much of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting my Final Fantasy legs again. Like, I, you know, I think I might be back in, baby. <laughs> so. Yeah, might, might be time to go back to the Pulse. You know, check, uh, check my PlayStation 3, see if that thing still has a Pulse. <laughs> yeah, and just start wherever
2: shit. your save is. Don't even, you know, you'll be confused as shit.
1: Yeah, no further context, no <laughs> tutorials. I'm just going back in. <laughs> That's the way to do it, baby. Go back in cold after nine or so years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I should do that. That should be a... Man, now that's an idea for a stream. Yeah. <laughs> Resume all my old game saves from PlayStation 3 <laughs> with no idea where I was. Oh, man. All these games I never finished. Like, let's get back to them. Uh, Devil May Cry Collection? Call in my name. Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, I need to go back. <laughs> Fucking Final Fantasy 13? I logged four hours. Surely I know what I'm doing. Uh- <laughs>
2: yeah, that's not really too deep to be like where the fuck am I, <laughs> you know?
1: No, exactly, but still, like, it's... If I, if I tapped out in, like, four hours, it doesn't bode well for me playing the rest of the game. That's,
4: sure. <laughs> like, that's like, If I tapped maybe- out in,
1: in four hours eight years ago, it doesn't bode well for me having, wanted, like, having played the rest of the game or finishing the rest of the game.
3: That's, like, maybe
1: halfway through the tutorial. Right, exactly. Uh, I don't really understand... Uh, time as it relates to Final Fantasy but yeah, it sounds like I didn't really do much um, Yeah, so Jesse, I assume you did beat this though, you are a Final Fantasy guy, so you actually probably played through the whole thing
2: Yeah, this is one of the ones I've beaten
1: so. okay, It was, cool. it was and solid throughout. It gets your stamp of uh, GTT champion recommendation? Yeah,
2: yeah. it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it's pretty good It's, uh, you know, if you like Final Fantasy, you played the others I mean, fucking, why not?
1: You know, if you played yeah. the others,
2: play this one too. <laughs> get off your high horse and fucking. Ride no, I was going that
1: seems to be the problem. Like, oh, you played the others? Well, I don't want to play anything with a different battle system. It's like, no get off your goddamn high horse and play the game. <laughs> Do you like Final Fantasy or not? Try it. What the fuck? Um, did you ever play the sequel? Did you play uh, like Lightning Returns? I
2: played X2, and um, that one was pretty fun. The battle system was a lot different. Um, oh, really? And, uh, yeah, that one was cool. And you could capture monsters and have monsters fight with you and stuff, too. Um, there's a lot of time travel in that one. It was real weird. Um, you go into, like, this time tunnel that reminds me of Doctor Who. Um, and I got halfway through that one. And then the third one, I played, like, about five hours of it. And that one just, for some reason, I couldn't get into that one. There was way too much hope in that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Strangely since it was called Lightning Returns, uh Colon and also Hope. Yeah. Um shit man, yes. Uh, see I fucking forgot I didn't realize there was Final Fantasy Thirteen 2 and Lightning Returns. I thought it was I thought it was just naming the only other sequel. Fuck, yeah. I didn't know this got two sequels. Um Damn, I'm way behind. But uh yeah, maybe it's maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get back into you know get back into the pulse and see if uh See if this still strikes my fancy after Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, that's uh, you know, then we'll, we'll I'll reassess. But uh, in the meantime, um, anything else on uh, this fantastic game uh, that gets Jesse's seal of approval?
2: Uh, no. I'm glad it's going to be in the radio, so that's good.
1: That is a great a uh, great call. You know, it's always good to pick a soundtrack just to get it on the radio. And yeah, before we go, Jesse, I mean. Does it even like phase you that this game? It's all about paradigm shifts and AW is a thing now. Did John Moxley steal paradigm Shit. shift from Final Fantasy Thirteen?
2: I hope he did, but
1: I... F- honestly, I hope so too. I, I, hope, I, I like to picture John Moxley ten years ago in WWE, like <laughs> playing this and then being like, "Man, that's a cool name for a move." But they probably won't let me use it. I feel like it's Final Fantasy Thirteen.
2: I feel like he's not much of a gamer.
1: No, I don't think he is at all. That man seems like he does no time for video games. Like he just seems like a you know, kind of traditionally manly wrestling character who does nothing but like eat steak and have sex with his wife and wrestle men. It's you know, just, it's the life, baby. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, he uh, he showed up in AEW. He's like, yeah, you know, I like that paradigm shift. And Cody's eyes just lit up yeah. like, use it, baby.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Anyway, we bored uh, Johnny and David into, you know, wrestling talk sleep. So, uh, you you guys fucking start watching wrestling uh, while we move on to the next (laughs) game. All right. Love
0: 4. Fuck, still. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: So, the Japanese title for this game, Akachan wa Doku Kara kuru no, David,
1: translates to. No giveaways, to...
3: please. Sorry, what? It said, no giveaways, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it translates to, Where do babies come from? <laughs> Alright, gentlemen. Who has guesses or answers? Answers. Alright, so we have our first hat trick of the evening. Everyone says Rub Rabbits.
1: That's
2: what I'm doing right now. Uh,
1: Now that I didn't see coming.
3: So, um, this is Rub Rabbits for the Nintendo DS.
1: Yes, it is. I figured that out within about three seconds on that first song it was like okay hold on now knowing this is David's game and that it is obviously the exact same sound as feel the magic uh, for the DS uh, quick Google feel the magic you know control F sequel <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, what do you know rub rabbits.
4: God, that's even that more was sexual the name <laughs> than Feel the Magic was. Like, Jesus. Right? I
1: mean, and wasn't Feel the Magic, like, wasn't it in Japan called something like, you know, like, you know, whatever, like, something involving touching is good? Or was that just the actual DS marketing campaign?
3: <laughs> I think it was the DS marketing campaign. But what everybody forgets is the actual title is Feel the Magic XX slash XY.
1: So, right. like... Yeah, it's, We're uh, talking about chromosomes yeah, here. Boys and girls <laughs> touch each
4: other. That's what that's what they're saying. Pretty
1: yeah. sure. Oh, okay, actually, okay, I've got it. Uh, Field of Magic XY slash XX, known in Japan as Kime no Tame Na- Nara Shineru, I would die for you. And in Europe and Australia as Project Rub. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Which is definitely the name of one of the websites I tried to open in high school. <laughs> um, but now that explains why it wasn't available. Uh, Australia and Europe were uh, marketing <laughs> "Feel the Magic" to people.
3: It's, uh, it sounded like you were going to continue on with that thought, and then you just oh, kind no. of
1: stopped. No, 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 I, I you know, I, my project Rub <laughs> ended, you know, abruptly in high school. It just—that's how—that's how it goes.
4: <laughs> my project Rub ended as soon as well, I heard somebody coming back. As soon as I heard my mom coming back home.
2: <laughs> as soon as you heard so your on. mom coming,
1: <laughs> we've all been there, John. Oh. <laughs> your mom, famously loud, cover.
2: Oh no! <laughs> oh man, what if she? can't? You know how she likes to watch the show sometimes. Oh that man, I great. hope your
1: mom's in the chat right now. Hi, Checks Johnny. the chat. Oh, you heard <laughs> yeah, me she's come. not here. That's <laughs> <nice>. Probably. <laughs> Oh, you're just waking up the whole neighborhood with one of her famous orgasms. Your daddy (laughs) sure
2: is a tiger.
1: His penis fills a whole tall boy, John. (laughs) (laughs) He's He's the real tiger king.
3: So this is the sequel to Feel the Magic. Um...
1: I would like to transition the conversation from how Johnny's mom is famously loud orgasmer into how Johnny's dad is sung like a tall boy can. But if you really want to talk about this yeah, DS game, this David, game. I guess we can.
3: I mean, I was prepared to just talk about that. I, I don't really have many points to bring up about Johnny's parent sex
1: life.
2: Well, just bring up the ones you know. <laughs>
1: David, I said we've all been there. I can't I can't take that back. We've all been there.
4: <laughs> you were in the room, dude. Dude I, remember that time I went to Disney World without you guys? <laughs> so you killed my parents. We came back like, to
1: your house and had sex with your parents. I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> happened. <laughs> that is exactly what happened, John.
3: <laughs> I mean Yeah, we've we've yeah. been telling
1: all these fancy stories about how we hung out and had a nice night drink and No, John. (laughs) That's me and David's 20-year-old secret. We had sex with your parents. I knew it. (laughs) All this time. It was so awkward at my wedding. (laughs) I was kissing them so
3: much. (laughs) I mean, it was only awkward at your wedding because they insisted we wear tuxedos throughout the whole thing. Exactly. Once they saw us in tuxedos, they were like, ooh, this is bringing back memories.
1: Mm-hmm. Very
3: good memories. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. I was riding your dad's coattails. Whew. Dad, you said coattails. <laughs> so, David, <laughs> how much this game <laughs> involves anything we've been talking about so far? Uh, Do you <laughs> Not a damn thing. Do you date anyone wearing a tuxedo?
3: Um, so, I don't recall a tuxedo. It has been a long time since I've played oh, it. penguin. Um... It is yeah. it 's a, a feel the magic sequel in the most literal words because it 's pretty much that game again um, you are yeah. you meet a beautiful woman, you pursue her, and the best way to pursue her is by going through a bunch of random ass mini games. Um, you are trying to protect her and keep her safe, so like you 'll take her on a nice little canoe trip and have to steer out of the way of hungry <laughs> alligators trying to attack you. Um, horrible planning. it's a very zany it's a very zany wacky game um but the the reason i wanted to bring it up with the love theme is because not only are you pursuing a woman and trying to date and start a relationship but it was called where do babies come from in japan and this game featured um, an interesting multiplayer mode where you and a member of the opposite sex would make a baby together you would input your like birthday oh. and like blood type things, <laughs> input. and then e- like, yeah. each of you, each of you would hold one half of the DS, and together you would use the touch screen to cut into a cake, and then you would see like the baby that would have like based around your blood type and like hair color and all that kind of shit. You would see the baby that you would have. That's not how that works. No, it's not. Not in the least.
1: <laughs> not traditionally. But, okay, so... you
4: fuck I'm sorry, how do you... How do you input this data into the DS? Was your dick? Did the DS have, like, a tool to draw blood?
3: From, from, you no, know, like, it would... Yeah. It would just give you a screen, and it would be, like, blood type, and you would put in A, and then it's like birthday, uh, and you would put in your birthday, and gotcha. then you would each hold them. Who knows
1: so, their blood type? I that's, see, that's... That speaks to Japan's thing with blood type. Like, you ever go back and like play Street Fighter in the arcade? If you wait in the attract mode and it comes up with each character's profile, it tells you their blood type. The Japanese—they're interested in people's blood types. Um, See, yeah, I I thought you had to like prick your finger on the touchscreen and give it like a sample of your blood, and then the DS tastes your blood and somehow it bakes a you know a a gender reveal cake. cake. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, And the weirdest thing was is it's still in the style of Feel the Magic. So, like,
1: the is only thing. a faceless, c- weird baby? <laughs> so, like, you see,
3: you put in all this information about your baby and then you see, like, here's the baby that you would have. And it would just be, like, the featureless black child, <laughs> except it would wear, like, a blue bonnet and diaper or a pink bonnet and diaper. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, now so what's that the would... point of including like physical information if you're just going to give us like a
1: void baby? <laughs> just give us Mr. Dune That would be so funny. Like that—that that just sets up the joke. Like if I'm playing this with my wife, and then you know we put in our information, and a black kid comes out. is like, all right, honey, you've got some explaining to do. But
2: well, what if Nintendo <laughs> just sent you a baby?
1: <laughs> Everybody who gets this game gets a black market baby. Oh. Now that's feeling the magic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> God, oh. that, man, that'd be such an expensive marketing campaign.
1: It's well, like, yeah, buying yeah. all those babies.
4: Yes. <laughs> have you ever tried to buy a baby? It's not cheap, man. No, of course no, no, not. John, not in have the last you? Ten
2: years, I made him the old
1: fashioned one. with cake. <laughs> Oh, I bled all over my DS and it baked me a cake and a baby came out (laughs) Um,
3: so I did post a picture in the discord um, showing like what the results screen are and yeah it's just like a featureless pure black baby in a diaper. Yeah.
1: Like, no, that's that's really funny. Yeah, you know, we, like, so again <laughs> I really see what your baby understand. would look like, like. It has zero features. <laughs> we were all really confused when Nintendo
4: released that uterus add-on for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> oh
1: man, see oh yeah, so like they never did do anything with the Wii Vitality sensor. Hey so maybe the, like they added it into this game that they incorporated those features. It's, like uh, it takes your pulse and your blood type, and then yeah, you use the the.
2: Is <laughs> that what the, DS the, U, the U stand for in the Wii U? Wii uterus. <laughs> <laughs> the Wii uterus.
4: <laughs> that was the problem oh, with man. the marking behind it. Everyone thought it was an add-on to the Wii. They just, they thought it
1: was a uterus you plug into your Wii. <laughs> I mean, oh, you plugged the Wii
2: into the uterus, right? I've
1: been trying to make babies with my Miis for years, and yeah, finally they released the Wii U, and it's not a uterus for the Wii at all! <laughs> Turns That's out it's just watched. a touchscreen system.
4: Oh. oh, hold over a console. God. If Mie I wanted Baby to touch
1: a is,
2: uterus, I'd wear some gloves.
1: They really should make a Me Baby game. That you know, that sounds good. Just, yeah. Here's the game. You've got a hundred Miis. And you combine them to make babies. Me, baby. It's right in line <laughs> no, with, it was- right in line with I- Wii music. It sounds- <laughs> There's no real game to speak of. That sounds like a Tamagotchi. I thought it was going to
3: be... No, I thought it was going to be, you have a hundred Miis, you have to keep all of them alive as babies. Mm
1: -mm. no, And then
3: eventually, like, if they keep falling off a cliff or something, it's like, okay, now you're down to six Miis.
1: Right. No, it's dumber than that. It's You have a hundred Miis, and they are all, you know, your friends that you tried your best to make them look like the the actual people. And then you just drag Miis together and see what their babies would look like. And you're still wrong, because they're Miis. It's like Pikmin, but with people. Me baby. Oh, wow. Pikmin babies. Pikmin babies sounds pretty good, too. Like, you just take a hundred babies out into the yard and <laughs> fight a bunch of creatures.
3: That's what I thought you were talking about. It's like, okay, you have a hundred mees with babies. Like, Come so on, you just kids. command an army of a hundred me babies?
1: Oh, that sounds good, man. Actually, <laughs> we're pitching good stuff here right now.
3: <laughs> I mean, they can't really attack. They can't even really hold their head up straight. <laughs>
1: As as the babies stay alive, they they obtain the ability to hold their neck in place, and then eventually I mean, they can tunnel.
3: I mean, now that I think about it, that is how Pikmin attack by just yeah. headbutting. So you just see those babies <laughs> like wailing their heads against cars or something. Just a little loose neck, a hundred little
1: loose necks. <laughs> We're way off the track. track. We just felt, <laughs> found- <laughs> yeah, David. <damn it. laughs> Uh, did you not- uh, Jesse, you're the only one here with a baby. Did you not at one point laugh at your baby and be like, look at that little loose neck. Um... Uh, It's funny. Babies are funny when they can't hold their head up. They're funny, yeah. You don't let it snap all the way back, but you laugh at its inability to hold its head up. That's how babies work.
3: Also, John, I'm really concerned about you, who has proudly proclaimed himself a father and talked about his son. Just saying, Jesse, you're the only one of us who has had a baby. Like, I wait, mean, yeah.
1: the, the, exactly. The, me being the, uh, the question asker implied. Yeah, the uh, other, no okay. other person. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't. You, I wasn't trying to make Jesse feel like he was the other David.
3: Well, I was just wanting to make sure that you were aware you had a baby. Yeah,
1: like you know, you have a kid, right? Hold on now. Wait, what? (laughs) Listen, I just reopened the Fernet Branca. Do I have a son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I mentioned him tonight? His name is Rake. It's, uh, Rake. Ryan Drake is my son? Oh, you're fired, Johnny. (laughs) Oh, my son's gonna fire your ass when he hears about this, John. Uh, anyway, David, no, uh, so, feel the magic. Sequel, Rub Rabbits. Uh, I keep calling it "Feel the Magic" because that's a more fun title to say than the Rub Rabbits.
2: Are there any rabbits in this game? Exactly.
3: Uh, so and why a-
1: why was this not a a Ubisoft game?
3: Rub Rabbits. There is a. Um- performance group in uh, the series called the Rub Rabbit. So that's where the name comes from. So group. you join up with this performance troupe to sort of impress this girl. I'm concerned uh, that yeah, you're not saying that's what's
4: <laughs> music troupe or dance troupe. You're just saying the generic performance troupe. Like, what do they perform? Do they rub themselves in front of
1: people? Is that why the, the Rub Rabbits? It's an improv thing, John.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're like a flash mob.
1: Oh. Okay. Because that always impresses people. Oh <laughs>
3: Wait, okay. Well, I just realized titties. that I just realized <laughs> that um a performance troupe called the Rub Rabbits sounds bad and then calling them a flash mob probably doesn't. Help. No, it sounds even no. better.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see the flash/mob. <laughs>
3: Johnny, you really need to play that bad joke dating sim game. <laughs> I'm serious,
1: John. You're there, baby. Uh, yeah, the, the only other way I could think of to make this better would be if they were, instead of a flash mob, you know, this is a real sexy game, it's a flesh mob. What about that? They show up and they show their featureless black skin. <laughs>
3: <Just> I mean, <laughs> they do show off a lot of the featureless black skin, so I guess, you know, they do show a lot of their flesh. Oh, There's man, just- they're naked nothing on the flesh.
1: Right. Mm. It's all like that Donkey Kong Country Returns level. Just, you know, ooh. Yeah. Mm. No features against a colorful background and they're doing sexy, sexy things like killing alligators.
3: <laughs> I'm really glad we went off on such a weird-ass tangent because there's honestly not that much to say about this See, game. It's pretty much
1: Feel the Magic again. Yeah, right. That's the beauty of the game. Like, weird soundtrack, fucking weird featureless babies, sex with John Regan's parents. <laughs> Like, it's just... It, you know, it, it's Made a, by it's a, Sonic Team. Much like the characters, discussing this game is a blank canvas. Like, <laughs> the actual content of this game, not important. All the weird shit that stirs up in our brains from thinking about this game, GTT defined. That's, uh, that's where it's yeah, at, baby. It like- <laughs> so, David, anything else on uh, the Rub Rabbits? I don't even like saying the title now. I'm just going to call it Feel the Magic Sequel. <laughs>
3: Um, no, it's a fun little mini game collection that's weird as hell and has a fun soundtrack.
1: You mm-hmm. should bring it back, man. Why no sequel? Why? Why were the Rub Rabbits not in uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed? This is a Sega game made by Sonic Team of all people.
3: <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed. Like, I would have been so down for that if it was just a like like a clown mobile with just a whole bunch of. I don't want to say black people but
1: (laughs) I've I've realized that as we've been having this discussion I've said a lot of things about like weird featureless black skin and it's not what it sounds like guys it's Uh, uh, silhouette. you gotta gotta look up the screenshots
4: (laughs) silhouette is a term you're looking for I think yeah
3: uh, I would have loved if Sonic Racing had like a weird clown car type situation with like 40 silhouette people inside of it
1: be good be real good uh god yeah damage control from here on out guys (laughs) 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 oh johnny keep it going man love five The lead character of this game is voiced by a first-time voice actor who replaced the previous voice actor who had played the role 16 times over the course of 17 years. guys who's feeling great yeah i am well what do you know johnny did it we've got a hat trick final fantasy 7 remake
2: <laughs> two final fantasies on the show
1: you know i uh i was a little mortified when <laughs> your game turned out to be fu- or the request turned out to be final fantasy 13 i'm like <sighs> You know, I feel like we don't do that very often. We don't get the same series doubled up on the show very often. Yeah, but if there is ever like, a time to do it, it's the like, final show of 2020 and it's and Final it's Fantasy. It's crazy
4: you say the phrase doubled up because Final Fantasy 13 is double
1: Final Fantasy 7. Johnny, I don't have time to do math right now. No, it's now.
2: not. It is not. Like, what the fuck? Is this want a Hold, hold on,
1: David. No, 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 no. Johnny's a computer scientist, and he appeared to just choke on his own words. There, I want to know if he actually knows what seven times two is. Yes, yeah, thirteen. God damn it, John. God to the damn it. Um.
3: I just want to go back to you saying it's like, we never double up on series and everything. Like, three or four episodes ago, we had two Mortal Kombat games.
1: Yeah, I know. And before that one was the last time it happened. Um, okay, that's a point. couple Batman Rack games. Rack your brain, baby. <laughs> it doesn't happen all that often. And, and when it happens, oh, I'm fucking oh, mortified. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all the times that... Johnny kept picking the same Batman game For different systems
1: Oh yeah, that shit <laughs> The Batman Returns song is 30 Oh no <laughs> uh, We're really disproving My theory here, son of a bitch We double up all the time um, Wow uh, So yeah, anyway, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, maybe you've heard of it It's uh, Somewhat of a big game In, uh, in good old 2020 uh, somewhat of a big game in 1997. Remade for 2020. Uh, what a game it is. Uh, <laughs> shit.
3: Final Fantasy VII Remake came out in <laughs> 1997?
1: <laughs> David, you played uh, you played both of these, right? You can tell us all the uh, the similarities and differences between Final Fantasy VII and the remake?
4: Yeah, and I want the smallest minutiae of differences, David.
1: Oh, and um, there, David, let me tell you, they added minutiae.
3: Um, so, just to discuss <laughs> my qualifications... <laughs> they uh, should Final have Fantasy called this Seven. <laughs> Final
1: Fantasy VII Minutia. Go ahead, David.
3: Final Fantasy VII um, was far and away my favorite uh, Final Fantasy game, RPG, and PlayStation 1 game. Um, in terms of differences and the minutiae, um, this game has an additional word in its title... Oh, um, he's right. It is. It is on a different system. Um, they improved the textures, like in the graphics.
1: A distinct upgrade in textures from the PS1 version. Wow. Um, I fe- I'm more polygons. I was gonna say
3: I'll have to check. I feel like the character models are a little more high res. <laughs>
2: about a hundred more polygons. Yeah. Uh,
1: they, I would say the character models are at least. Two times better than they were In 1997
3: (laughs) Oh man Um, I do know that they Didn't they add like an additional Prologue section where you get to be like Cloud as a soldier In some base No I thought I had read Something where it's like oh yeah you actually get to Play part of the backstory
1: You've revealed yourself to be full of shit As it relates to Final Fantasy I can't believe it I have literally only ever played <laughs> one Final Fantasy game, and it was
3: the one before Seven. So, no, I have nothing to contribute to Final Fantasy Seven
1: remake. It's all right, man, it, 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 that's that's fine. Um, I barely have anything to contribute to Final Fantasy Seven remake. Honestly, I you know I I'm, I'm enthralled by this game, but. Like, yeah, I, I don't feel qualified to speak about it because I have no real connection to the first game. So, like, Jesse, you can't speak about this because you haven't played the remake. No. Which is, you know, so we're in a weird position here where it seems like Johnny has to talk about it. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, a
3: Johnny can't speak about it
1: because he's
4: Johnny. Johnny? Johnny no, don't. Hold on, that's not uh, right.
1: B- b- before you even start talking, don't say the words dr Tut.
4: okay oh well, yeah because he was in final fantasy nine he's not in final fantasy seven just want to make that clear don't fucking say it yeah no so um i actually have some pretty good memories of playing final fantasy seven uh my best friend in like elementary school paul he had a playstation right and i remember going to his house and him just like renting it from the neighborhood um pick of the flicks not blockbuster but our local you know neighborhood uh video rental store pick of the flicks um you know like all my memories revolve around walking to pick of the flicks and hanging out and then getting some candy at the drugstore next door and then walking back home and then fire this up and Should i actually it? was pretty blown away um by like the opening cutscenes, and things like that like that was very new to me because uh, at the time i still had my Sega genesis um and so yeah i do have, i actually do have memories of hanging out my friend paul's house and playing final fantasy 7 Um, and getting into a little bit, but it was mostly just, you know, me watching him play.
1: Um, it's cool, John. You can end the story. I know where you lived when you lived in Gainesville. There's no, there's never been a place called pick of the flicks. Yes, there has, John. There (laughs) has. Bullshit.
3: I just, I just want to stop. Johnny, look at me. Look, I just want to make sure I have your (laughs) eyes. David's the captain and And your eyes are not on Google. What is the name of the main character of Final Fantasy 7?
4: Well, the main character is Cloud. I know that. But if you want to know my favorite character, it's probably Kadaj is the best character in Final Fantasy 7. John's telling me to cut this bit. This is Dr. Tot, you know, again. I just looked up another weird character.
1: But no, Honestly, Johnny, seriously. Okay, before we move on to actually talking about the game, can you name a second character from Final Fantasy 7? Rude. Don't look. (laughs) <laughs> did, he, did you say Rick Rude? No, Rude. Um, That's someone okay, else. Okay, damn it.
4: You have Cloud, you have Barrett. you have Tifa, you have Kate Sith, you've got Sephiroth, you've got uh, shit. That one guy, his name is a number, I think it's 12. He's like a dog dude or something. He's, he's part of the Dark Order. Yeah.
1: What is it 13 yeah. or
4: 12? <laughs> uh, 13, 13 of the Dark okay. Order. Yeah.
3: No, I thought it was Organization 13. Um,
4: That's what it is. Oh, Aerith. All those
1: black... uh, Aerith. (laughs) Who? Let me just... Let me be Snoop Dogg if... Who? Yeah, okay, cool. So Johnny knows things that he just read off the Final Fantasy VII wiki. Oh! Um, I've I've played part of this game. i
4: played, like, maybe like the first 20 minutes or so, but I've played it a little bit.
1: Okay, that's cool. So you played the first 20 minutes of the original, which means you played the first four hours or so of the remake. (laughs) Um, Because seriously, they could have called this game Final Fantasy VII Minutia, and I would have been like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Uh, Because my experience with the original Final Fantasy VII is like downloading it. uh, I don't remember if it was a PlayStation Network, like a PlayStation Plus game or something, but I got it on my PS3, downloaded it. Played a little bit, you know. I'd been not playing Final Fantasy VII for years. I tried to rectify that several years ago. It seems now that I talk about it tonight, my PS3 era is defined by unfinished Final Fantasy VII, uh, Final Fantasy games. Um, played about the first hour or so, like played through the bombing mission, and uh, you know, and then you get to the part where you fight the air buster, and he blows up the bridge, and you fall through the roof of the church, and you get woken up by Aerith. You know, the first hour or so of Final Fantasy VII. That's what I played. And I'm not saying I wasn't impressed. It's a fine game, but it's tough to go back, you know? Like, the polygon characters are just... It's just not my speed, especially, you know, nowadays. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and... I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake for, like, ten hours, and I just got to that same part. So it seems they're expanding upon the original at a ratio of about ten to one. <laughs> like, the, they took the first hour of Final Fantasy VII and made it ten hours. And it seems, uh, from chats I've been having with our GTT radio crew, that the Midgar section of the first Final Fantasy VII, which, again, I you know, I haven't played, I don't know this... They said, you know, in the original, it takes five, six hours tops. And people are saying this game is like 30 hours. And I'm like, okay, so holy fuck, are they taking Final Fantasy VII and expanding it like a ratio of like five or six to one? Like, if they ever finish this remake, it's going to be a real long fucking game. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense because the
4: original Final Fantasy came on three CDs, right? And that was 700 megabytes of discs. So you're talking about a little over two gigabytes. And a Blu-ray disc is like, what, 50 gigabytes, right? So it should be about 25 times longer (laughs) in
1: order to fill out the disc. (laughs) Just based on data storage capacity, this game should be about 25 times longer than the original. Needlessly so. Um, God, I thought Dragon Quest XI
3: was long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, honestly, I'm I'm so enjoying this game. I'm fucking enthralled with this game. Because it, it helps that I have no affection for the original Final Fantasy VII. I'm aware of it. In, like, passing. Like, I finally got to the point in this game where you fall down and fall through Aeris' roof and you're in the church and now you're hanging out with her. And I'm like, you know... I recognize that these characters probably end up in love, but, like, I don't know that for sure. I know from the original Final Fantasy VII, she's gonna get shanked, super shanked, and it's gonna be a real tragic thing. But, like, do I know that that means, like, you know, do I know anything about her character beyond that? No. I know the look of it. I know the look of Cloud. That's, you know, like, I know the broad strokes of the thing, so experiencing it on this level for the, you know, for what I would really qualify as my first time, I'm deeply enjoying it. This game's fucking cool, guys. (laughs) Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's awesome. Like, the presentation's fantastic. Like, playing it in, uh, playing it has made me realize what my problem is. I'm an idiot, and... (laughs) my uh My lack of imagination is a big factor in like my inability to go back and play Final Fantasy seven the original like i just i you know i couldn't quite like form what the world was you know i didn't really get a good vibe for it, so putting it in this and giving it this level of detail and this level of intricacy. And really slowing it down and focusing on, you know, the Midgar of it all. It's like, all right, yeah, like, you're, you know, down in the slums and then you're up on the plate and then you're, like, moving around beneath the plate and doing these bombing missions and shit. Like, it really just gives you such a better feel of the geography and, like, the time and, like, kind of vibe of it all. Like, it's, uh, it's really interesting, because, like, I always pictured Final Fantasy 7 in, like, this techno-future thing, but, like, this one, it's, like, more like the not-too-distant future. <laughs> like, you know, you're walking around, like, underneath the plate and trying to disable these lights, and there's just, like, stacks of dusty pallets and toolboxes around and shit. And it's like, oh, okay, so, yeah, this is just, like, someone half-assing our not-too-distant future. Like, this, you know, this has the vibe of a real lived-in world. <laughs> where, like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, we had a really great idea. We're going to build everybody a big city up on top of this thing. Fuck everybody beneath it. And, yeah uh, we left a bunch of shit unfinished and it got infested with monsters. I don't know. Like, Like, it just makes it so much more tactile, the the world and the scale and the geography of it all. Uh, It's just, it's all stuff that I didn't quite get when I was playing the first hour of the original Final Fantasy VII. And uh, I'm digging it I'm digging the fuck out of it <laughs> like, You're saying it it's, uh, uh, sounds like the not too distant future But honestly that sounds a lot like Baltimore right now
4: I'm pretty sure I mean it
1: could be Johnny I don't know if you realize uh, can, oh, I'm sorry I know we're in the middle of the show But can you go outside and verify that you don't live under a large plate city That's blocking your view of the sky Hey wait a second The sky is supposed to be like blue right Usually
4: Mine's metallic silver.
1: See, yeah, that's thing. Oh, the, they're probably working on installing a few large lights to replicate the sun.
4: Oh, they did the they so. did the plate thing
1: on me. I missed it. Ah, oh. son of a bitch! They Midgard Baltimore when we weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it also helps, I think, that you know, since uh, you know, Final Fantasy 7 came out, and you know, uh, I saw the movie Alita: Battle Angel. Did anybody else see Alita? That movie's dope.
3: I wanted to, but I never
1: did here it's watch it uh, put it on the next movie poll let 's fucking watch the movie it 's superb and it 's got a lot of the same vibe like there 's a fucking futuristic city up top that where all the elite live and then there 's a fucking slum underneath where you know there 's a bunch of fucking other people hanging around and uh, you know mischief and intrigue happens and you know there's big swords and big fights it 's pretty fucking cool and that 's kind of the vibe i 'm getting from this and I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling it, man. Like, I, you know, it's it's reinvigorated my interest in Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy in general. Like, I'm feeling, you know, it's just, it's so, like, they make you slow down and, like, really walk through the world and, like, have the interactions with the characters. And, I mean, you want to talk about love. Again, you know, Jesse, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like, there might be a little bit of a will-they-won't-they they between Cloud and a couple of these other characters. Um,
2: yeah, Barret.
1: Yes. a it's, uh, it's kind of Barrett's Dream Daddy-esque, but it's Cloud and Barret. <laughs> I think you
2: can go on a date with him. So.
1: Well, in the, in the
2: original, I think you could for sure. So.
1: You got to do Gold Saucer? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it seems like there's a couple of... And see, that's the... I don't know if they're competing for Cloud's affections, or just if they're into Cloud, and he's just such a distant kind of douchebag that he doesn't care about it. That's that's the problem with the characterization in the whole thing. I, I I can't quite place Cloud in this because it's like, all right, you got Tifa. Tifa is like stunningly hot and a like. A political terrorist who wants to, like, work with you to take down the evil corporation. And she knew you as a child and loves the, ch- the like, the boy that you were before you went off and became a soldier. And clearly, like, is trying to kind of penetrate that, but you're not letting it happen. And then you got Aerith, who, like, you fall through her church roof and oh, she just... <sighs> You fall in that church roof, baby. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not elaborating on that. I, I I was about to, but no. I yeah. I I, I want to get my Aerith points out. <laughs> she's, she's clearly just like the uh, she uh, on at face value is like the innocent. She wants you uh, to kind of open up and you know smile a little bit, have some fun, and you're just like the emotionally distant soldier, and it, it seems like Cloud's bound to have a romantic subplot with one of them, but since I have no idea what happens in the game, again, I know the broad strokes, I know that Aerith's gonna die in the original Final Fantasy VII, yeah, I don't know which one's going to be, but it could be either of them. And honestly, since this one's expanded on all these characters so greatly, it could also be Jessie. You know, and I don't mean game that too Jessie. I'm talking about Final Fantasy VII Jessie. She's a total waifu, too. <laughs> they they took the first few minutes of this game and expanded it into this horrifying love quadrangle. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know who to pick, guys.
2: It's very, very difficult to pick your waifu in this game.
1: It is, yeah. You know, Tifa. I mean, Tifa is an excellent choice, David. Would you care to expound upon that?
3: <laughs> um, as from what I'm to understand of Tifa's characterization, she's kind of like the the working class girl next door, like tomboyish friend um, who fucking throws down. She's yeah. a brawler and can like punch through walls. And yeah, that's the exact woman that I want in my life. Like, mm-hmm. plus, you know, long dark hair. I like long dark hair on a woman.
1: She does. She has a very, you know, ineffective ponytail. Where for some reason she she ties the hair tie around like at her butt. She's got like butt-length hair, and then just puts the hair tie at the bottom which, you know, David, I know you got long hair. I don't know if you tried this, but...
3: I actually, I have done that, where I've put, like, the hair tie closer to the end just to see what happens. It doesn't work. It falls off, yeah. like, almost no. immediately. Exactly. It's, it's
1: totally infected for battle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, see, yeah, you say Tifa, but see, I'm, through the, I'm at the point in the game where... Uh, I've just been spending some time with Aerith, and, like, before that, I was inclined to say Tifa. Now I'm kind of inclined to say Aerith, man. She's just so damn sweet, and she's clearly bringing something out in Cloud. Like, you know, Tifa was trying to talk to him, and he's all distant. And, you know, she just kind of was like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll just not talk. But, like, Aerith is like, hey, we're doing something really cool here. Give me a high five, buddy! And then he's like, uh... uh, Please tell me that's an actual dialogue in the game. Honestly, there's a song in the fucking soundtrack called High Five, and it's the most high-energy thing in the fucking game. When Cloud finally relents and gives Aerith a (laughs) high-five. So, spoilers. Yes, Cloud gives Aerith a (laughs) high-five. But it's like... Yeah, you, you guys are going through, and and Aerith can hold herself in battle too. She's you know she's keeping her distance. She's casting spells and you know creating the uh, you know situations in which uh, your magic is enhanced. She's got her uh, she's got her battle capabilities. But yeah, she's just so damn sweet. She's like collecting flowers and working with orphan kids, and she's got the nicest house in the whole fucking slum. Like you know she's just great. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, me. she, I
0: mean,
1: she, she's like. You you go to her house, and it's like, oh, fuck, this is like an <laughs> oasis in, like, this otherwise, like, dingy slum. She's got a house surrounded by flowers, and it looks more like a a house that belongs in Harry Potter than a house that belongs fucking in a trash slum underneath the fucking Midgar. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm torn, man. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know, like, because I'm past the point of playing games and feeling the need to constantly identify with the main character, but you know, I'm playing the game and I'm like, alright, I'm putting myself in Cloud's shoes. Who am I supposed to pick? I don't know. It's a tough call. Like, got two beautiful women that are fucking both accomplished, uh, you know, like women in battle and they uh, they bring out different things in you. It's uh, a tough game. And then, if you want to keep talking love, you got Barrett. He's got a cute little daughter. Like, He's a big hard-ass until he has to go read a storybook and put his daughter to bed, which is really sweet. Like, ugh, this game is just, it's, like I said, just like drilling in on the minutiae and really establishing the world. And, ugh, I'm, I'm like, just enamored with the game. It's, uh, it's great. And I I think I'm only, like, halfway through it. And I gotta, you know, I, I don't know what's coming next. That's the thing. It's funny, like, how things that seem perfectly kind of okay in, like, a, a PlayStation 1 type RPG plot become utterly confusing when made into a current RPG plot. So, like, I've been going through all this stuff, trying to get back to Sector 7 to meet back up with uh, you know Barrett and Tifa after falling through Aerith's church thing, and you get there and you're trying to get into the slum and then the gates open up and for some reason... Tifa is being hauled away in hooker clothes to Sector 5, because apparently now she's been, like, captured by a circus pimp, and she's gonna have to marry a crime lord? Like, Jesse, uh, help me out here. What's happening?
2: So, I guess that's the part with um, Don Clorino and whatever. Yeah! And so they're trying to, um... I think he knows something... It's been a while since I've They're trying to get some information from him, and so they're gonna try to. She was gonna try to pose as a, uh, you know, lady of the night, and okay. so then, uh, Cloud and Aerith get the idea. Well, maybe we should do that too. And Cloud and they're like, "Well, we'll put Cloud in a dress." And
1: that's how we're going to the Honeybee Inn. Yeah. And, gotcha. Uh, okay. See, yeah, I was concerned that for some reason, that would be utterly unexplained. I had just gotten back to, like, meet up with my friends and, like, Tifa had literally been kidnapped and forced into, like, sexual subjugation by a crime lord in a different slum. You know, so I'm marked out for the story hard. I did not recognize the potential that, like, maybe this has a reason to be happening. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is happening right now? (laughs) Maybe that uh, flew in 1997. Like, all right, I'm almost back to the thing. And then, like, oh, Tifa's being hauled away in, like, a fucking cage. For a, for a man, oh, okay, no. There is a reason for that happening. That's good to know. I'm I'm honestly glad you told me that. Because, uh, yeah, otherwise it seemed like, wow, that's, you know, we just accepted things back then, huh? Like, oh, you're almost back, but now you got to rescue your friend from a brothel. Uh, you know, plot developments and old <laughs> RPGs are weird, but no, okay, cool, it has a purpose. I'm glad to know that. This is how little I know about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm, I'm super digging the game man I'm vibing out hard on it From what I understand
2: uh, It seems like they made the impossible possible Because they've been talking about this remake for so long And I think the hype for it made it So there was no way they were going to make anyone happy with this game Right But it turns out a lot of people fucking love this game And they're like this is this is great Why This is awesome you know? I
1: think the problem you know, less so than the hype is that they announced this shit like five years ago. And it's like, okay, well it's been five years, so like we're getting the whole thing, right? And it's like, actually you're only getting mid gun. It's like, oh okay. <laughs> well it better be good. It's like, oh no, no it, it is. Trust us, it is. And it's like, Alright, well we'll see. And then I you know, start playing it's like, Oh yeah, no, it's good. It's real fucking good. Like, you know, they take everything that was, you know, just like a thing in the first game and make it so scaled up and like imbued with like plot and character and fucking like importance. You know, like uh, I've been chatting with the guys in the the radio chat all week and they're saying like, you know, the Airbuster is like a gag of a fucking boss in the first hour of the original game. Like it's a hovercraft thing that shoots missile fists at you. And then in this one, it's like, actually, it's the most dangerous thing you've ever seen, and it's this giant epic battle. (laughs) And, like, you're controlling all the characters and doing all this rad shit. It's like, yeah, good, that's how it should be. Every small thing in the original game should be ramped up to, like, super important. And just, you know, they scaled up the polygons, scale up the drama, scale up the horniness, scale up everything about the original. I'm, uh, I'm feeling it. And God, the soundtrack is just littered with bops. It's absurd. Like, you know, I've I've vented on this show about, like, how, like, Secret of Mana, the 2018 remake, just, like, completely botched it, and then more recently, like, Trials of Mana remake didn't completely botch it, and that was cool. This one, it's more like they didn't botch it, and they made everything fucking slap hard. Like, they nailed this shit. Like, they did such a good job on this soundtrack. It's blowing my mind. I haven't heard a single flop. And, like, this is getting... This is, like, it's being put over hard on GTT Radio. People are people are all about this remake soundtrack. And, man, oh, man. This soundtrack fucking rules. <laughs> so, it's, um... I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it real hard. It's This game's the complete package. And I'm just wondering if... We ever get like the next chapter. I mean, it, it's gonna be a complete blind spot for me. Cause, like I said, I played the first hour of the original Final Fantasy VII. I've now played 11, 12 hours of this and gotten just past what I know of the original Final Fantasy VII. So, like, now, I, yeah, fuck me. I, yeah, I have no idea what's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's gotta be great. There's got to be a reason they would put this much time and effort into a remake of this game. This game seems like it's got a pretty good reputation, pretty good legacy. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm bought back in. I'm a Final Fantasy guy. This might be the second Final Fantasy game I ever played a completion. So, twelve and seven remake. That's John's Final Fantasy <laughs> fucking catalog. And then I'll go back for thirteen as uh, recommended tonight. So, oh, fuck me. I just, uh, mm, I'm all about it. A
3: lot of Fernet Branca. I,
1: I've had a lot of Fernet, and I'm very excited about this game. Like, like, that's the thing. It's the end of the year. It's the final show of the year. I know I didn't uh, express that elegantly at the beginning of the episode. I said we were sliding towards that finale. This is the finale. We're not taping any more fucking shows this year. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake is the 2020 finale, folks. We're done until the new year. So I wanted to go out on a fucking high note with a series of slapping fucking songs and a game that I actually have great enthusiasm over. So, uh, mm, mm, I'm loving it. David, I'm going to send you a PS4. And I'm gonna get you into this It's time You played Final Fantasy 6 You said that It's time to play Final Fantasy 7 Remake We need to dig into that minutia Johnny You're out of luck That's fine I would No it's not Johnny This is your kind of game <laughs> Yeah You love Dense 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 Plot heavy games Oh yes <laughs> F- Yes Yeah Anyway No fuck Johnny Um It's uh This game's great and I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I, I don't think I could possibly say anything else on it, even though I didn't really address the battle system or any of my like favorite characters. I just addressed all of the waifu characters. Um, but yeah, that's what, uh, like, redo episodes before. We'll be back to this. There's too many goddamn bops on this soundtrack to not come back to this eventually. So, Johnny, we're here. Start the calculated computer for the final time in 2020.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers are game's winner is
4: John Harrington oh my god really awesome
1: it could be me if after you're all me. that <laughs> no Johnny you press the button for me you stupid idiot <laughs> it's me not you <laughs> oh despite all that texting in the background for some reason you landed on me not you despite the fact that it was a tie and you could have declared yourself the winner with zero controversy, the winner is me. This game's winner is... No!
4: John Regan. I'm taking it.
1: I'm the winner. You should, John. Yeah, someone needs a win in 2020, and it's John Regan. Yeah, man. (laughs) Uh, That's right, John, champion of 2020 Regan.
3: (laughs) <laughs> everything uh, is coming up you are you are the winner of game that tune for the rest of the year uh, see yeah.
1: y'all in 2021
3: <laughs>
1: everything will be fixed uh man oh man what a fucking show guys um johnny congratulations you've won the final show of the year and it was a blast i i gotta say i'm impressed I'm not saying I'm impressed that you do Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm impressed that you do anything else on the show. Like, you know, we are legit tied for points. So, you know, well done. You've earned your keep. Thank We're you. renewing your contract for 2021. <laughs> Johnny is still on game that too.
4: <laughs>
1: Deal that everybody tried to get my job. <laughs> no, it's okay, man. Nobody's gunning for your job because it actually is the job. <laughs> Everybody's gunning for David's job. So. Shut <laughs> up. David watch your ass in 2021 we have a a younger sexier David waiting in the wings (laughs) so oh man Johnny it's time to finish out this year uh with uh, a declaration of a fantastic theme for the first episode of 2021 uh I'm interested to know what amazing theme you have in mind for our uh to open up next year Game that too.
4: All of them, not just the men, the women and children too. John, you really got to pay attention. I mean, I
3: know I mostly spout off bullshit, but sometimes I have legitimate points.
4: Dinosaurs with titties. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dinosaur, you're in the past, he's in the future, who gives a fuck? There's a dinosaur, just enjoy this goddamn game, fuck you. Ultra 64. Hot take, a dinosaur
3: is far more interesting than a skeleton.
4: That's not a hot take. I'm not playing this
1: town for that.
2: Hey. Oh, what the fuck, man? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. That burning ape piss. That is some serious business. Johnny, take it seriously with titties.com.
2: Do you think when Michael Richards comes, he leaves the room and then bursts in the door? Oh, God. I hope so. Call me the ass man. <laughs> Come on, miss. Let's you and me fuck up the evolutionary tree. He's got a big fucking dick.
3: <laughs> He's a dinosaur. How absurd! Mm.
1: I mean, that is a specifically August absurdity free play jingle, but Johnny, I'll allow it, assuming you don't have another free play jingle lined up.
2: <laughs> Game that two
4: hundred one free play. call me the ass man
3: do you think when michael richards comes he leaves the room and then first did I reuse that clip
2: oh god i hope so i love the, the detailed list of things he would like to do with an ass
4: but he never said fuck i got pick a picnic basket god damn it god damn it <laughs> god
3: damn it he's swinging that penis around with only one hand like, I hate you, but kind of like you. When I was in kindergarten, I declared I was going to marry my second genesis. I feel like I missed a chapter or two in this story. No reason. Penis can't have more than one use. This one's huge! Oh. Let's just stop this and do a movie commentary for the Woodstones movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Brain gonna make you suck this Dick, 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 dick. dick, dick.
1: bitch <sighs> <sighs> yeah that feels right that feels real right guys it's gonna be a free play to open up 2021 and uh we're only taking a couple short weeks off here so i, I hope you'll uh hope you'll enjoy the uh couple of weeks worth of content that we created over the course of the rest of this year like if, if you're really missing us for these next couple of weeks Maybe check the podcast feeds, because I feel like we made like seventy goddamn episodes this year. And I recognize there's only fifty two weeks in the fucking year. But you should really be a patron over at patreon.com slash game that tune. It gets you a lot of bonus content. So
2: And movie night. Uh, Johnny,
1: fucking... Yeah, movie night. Yeah, this Friday. exactly. And we got a movie night coming up this Friday, so no, we're not really taking any time off. We're just <laughs> taking time off from the, the show proper. Um, Johnny, excellent theme. Free play, what a what a way to start the new year. I'm, uh, I'm very excited by that, um, man, <sighs> what a fucking year it's been, it's, uh, I don't know about you guys, I'm a little tired, <laughs> like, <it's laughs> I'm exhausted, yeah, if we may, you know, reflect a little bit on this past year, yeah, dare I say it, an interesting and challenging year all around, <laughs> so, man, I'm hoping that we can come back strong this, uh, this coming year. I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to what the future holds for us as the GTT crew and, uh, the silly little community that we've put together. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, want to thank everybody for listening and, uh, really want to make it clear how much we appreciate you guys for listening and, uh, our little, little group that we've got. It, uh, it means the world to us and you know, we do it for you guys, uh, nearly as much as we do it for ourselves. We, uh, you know, we love making this show, and we love hanging out with everybody, and, uh, interacting with everybody, and just, you know, forming a nice, tight little community around this show. And, and honestly, in the video game music podcast scene, uh, around it as well. It's, uh, you know, we're having a ton of fun, thanks to this show. And uh, we just want to say, you know, how thankful we are for, uh, for another great year of Game That Tune. Fucking hey, we're coming up. Ne- I mean, in you know, the next month. We're gonna be doing our five-year Game That Tune podcast anniversary. So shit, yeah, guys, we've been uh, we've been sticking with it. This is longer than I've committed to nearly anything. Longer than you've so. committed to your kid.
0: So. I, you
1: know that's the thing. Yeah, I, I love this podcast more than my own son. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I, I had a hand in creating both, <laughs> and yeah, so far the podcast surpasses the son. Uh, you know the podcast has not surpassed my wife I, I I love my wife very dearly but uh you know she is the only thing longer tenured than this podcast that I have in my life currently so it's uh, it's good man real fucking good uh, shout out to my dad I've known him longer than my wife <laughs> um <laughs> so, so, <with> so. Hope. <laughs> Man, what a fucking uh, what a year! You guys, any of you guys have any uh, any gratitudes you want to express? Any thanks you want to give? Any uh, any outs you want to make at the end of the end of the game that tune year?
4: Uh, I mean, for the radio I- for the radio fans, I was gonna say we have some new stuff coming up on the radio soon that we've been working on. So that that look forward to that coming twenty twenty one sometime. Whenever. Johnny,
1: you've been putting so much work into that radio. It's it's utterly fantastic. It's a big part of the fun community that we've got going here. Uh, being able to listen to video game music 24-7, vote on our favorite things, summon incredibly stupid gifts, and just continue to have a blast on Twitch. It's, uh... It gets me through my fucking workday, so thank you, Johnny. Uh, you know, nobody else on the episode on the episode, uh is a representative of GTT radio as much as I am. I got to say, I'm there all the time. Thank you for everything you've done. (laughs) Jesse, I
3: I just wanted to, um, again, kind of, as you said, say, thank you to the community and the fans that we have. And every single episode, it blows my mind for us to say, thank you to our fans because this show kind of started as like, hey, this will be fun for us to, like, hang out and dick around and we didn't think people would like it, let alone this many people? Like, it, mm-hmm. it blows my mind that we get to share this fun with all of you and you make it so much better. Thank you for all of your support.
2: Yeah, pretty much echo both of you like, what, what different thing can I say? Like, oh, and also, you know. Like,
1: <laughs> Here's something I appreciate yeah. more than the yeah, rest of
2: you. Uh, um I appreciate that uh, David Wyland isn't on the show anymore. So that's, whoa,
1: whoa, okay, we're cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: <laughs>
1: it's been years, Jesse. Like, I'm
2: fucking <laughs> top heel. I'm going to say some fucking shit. You're not know going to like.
4: He's How- the machine, Jesse Moore. <laughs> oh, my God. So- <laughs> How dare you cut off the GTT champion while he's speaking? First episode of 2021, we're bringing back David Wilder. Oh,
2: no. No.
1: <laughs> First, <laughs> David Wilder of- makes an impromptu challenge for the belt.
3: <laughs> First episode of 2021, episode
1: title, fuck David Wilder. <laughs> and we just at him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. He doesn't um, you fucking know, you, watch the show. You don't need to say anything, champ. You're great. You you, know, you got that. You got the belt. You got the lights. You got the glitz and the glamour around you. You're doing fantastic. It's just, uh, I'm just so appreciative, uh, appreciative of everything surrounding our little show. Yeah, it's and,
2: fucking uh, great.
1: Yeah, I just felt the need to say it. Yeah, uh, for the final uh, show of the year. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to uh, everybody watching along live with us on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form uh, at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcast. We super appreciate you guys. Um, thanks to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash Game that tune the home for awesome exclusives we've got our movie commentaries we just published two movie commentaries that we you know we did the live thing a little while ago so you should be a patron to join us live but also become a patron to listen to all the wacky shit that we recorded live yeah I I don't want to toot our own horns here but like our predator commentary was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard (laughs) we had a blast talking about that movie and we did a really great job
3: I'm going to be completely honest. I need to listen to that commentary because the last 20 or 30 minutes of that movie, I don't remember.
1: And it sounds just like that, David. You clearly <laughs> were drinking heavy, baby, and I love it. We had a fucking blast. Same with Freddy vs. Jason. You know, We have a blast doing our movie commentaries. We hope you'll join us someday. Uh, maybe even this Friday. This Friday, Friday yeah. Uh, you know, for... A, a movie of jesse 's uh, choosing or of your choosing of mm-hmm. jesse 's choosing so Jesse chose the the poll uh, options you choose the results, and we 'll see you at the movies uh and we have a you know as always another super gtt gyms you know i I cannot pare that show down into something manageable, so you 're just going to keep getting three hour <laughs> episodes until I decide to stop making that show because there 's just too many goddamn games and too many goddamn tunes to not share them with people, so go to patreon. Check us out. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff, and you keep the lights on over there at the live stream. Uh, special thanks to the super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L, and Mork. Just a pile of fantastic fellas supporting game that tune, and we super appreciate you guys. Um, Jesse took the request this week. Jesse, who's our request from again?
2: It was uh, Tay in the Discord chat.
1: Yes, Taylor Y, Patreon superfan, you know the boss over there on Patreon. We appreciate that, and you know, I want to take this, uh, this opportunity at the end of the year to you know express uh, a little gratitude to everybody that pr- uh, placed a request this year for game that tune. Um, you know, shout out to Patreon superfan tier producer Dell. Shout out to Chrono. Uh, if you want to renew your Patreon, you, know, you can or you don't have to. It's all right. But uh, we think about you every day, Chrono. Shout out Tasty Karma, Alex Messenger, Underachiever, Mako, Aker, Claire, Damian Beckles, Fox Mulder, Kel, Mork, Muddled Madness, Silver Silvernova, Spartacat, Taylor, uh, Trojan on uh, the YouTube or on the uh, the radio chat, and Tyler, uh, A.K.A. Tyler Deweski. Thank you all very much for your requests throughout the year. It's been a fantastic year. Game that tune and we appreciate you guys hitting us with those requests, getting us talking about some games that maybe we don't uh, have as much familiarity with. We, uh, we love you guys. Um, they all hit us with their requests, generally in Discord. That's pretty much the place to do it. I'm going to stop telling you to email us. Nobody emails us. But you can still hit us up on Game, uh, the Twitter at Game that Tune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find the GTT champ Jesse Moore on Twitter at uh, Sega underscore legend. And you can find the final winner of 2020, John, Mr. 2020 Regan, on Twitter at.
4: I mean, this year's winner, John Regan, on Twitter at <laughs> JPReganJR.
1: Yes. They, you know, by all means, John, declare yourself the winner of 2020. <laughs> that's a, It's a shirt that everybody needs. <laughs> yeah Your face this says winner <laughs> 2020. <laughs> So, so, uh, you know, you've got it, man. You're closing out the show for us, I guess. I I really, I'm not in favor of your bonus tunes being the final thing that people hear from Game That Tune in 2020. So, uh, you know, I'm curious what you've got. Well, you know, it was crazy. I was on the Game Music subreddit the
4: other day, and I was looking up, like, just fun covers of songs to use as bonus tunes. And uh, I found this cover of Final Fantasy VII's um, Those Who Fight Further... Uh, done in the style of like Doom industrial, like you know Doom Eternal, modern Doom style music, and it's it's pretty it's pretty hardcore. It's pretty sweet.
1: I think you'll like it. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I'm sure I will like it. But that's essentially what my third song was tonight, John. So I mean, I guess you could go for it if you. you know, I'm going for you really it. Want. it's,
4: it's going to be pretty different from your third
1: song. Sure it is. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Thanks, to everybody, for listening. Uh, happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2021. Peace out, everybody. it's wild. we went that whole discussion of Final Fantasy 7 Remake and never once said the word Sephiroth and smash <laughs> uh Haven is copyright 2020. The Game Bakers. Dream Daddy, a Dad Dating Simulator, is copyright 2017. Game Grumps. Final Fantasy 13 is copyright 2010. Square Enix. The Rub Rabbits is copyright 2006. Sega Games Company Limited. Final Fantasy VII Remake is copyright 2020. Square Enix. Love one. What the fuck? <laughs> Johnny never has time. Yeah, he really thinks he can pee and pour himself a whiskey in that amount of time. I even left the song long, and he still didn't make it back in time. <laughs> uh, guys, Johnny's never going to figure this out. I'm just going to tell you guys both. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Jeez, John, what took longer, the piss or the whiskey? T- the piss. It took way yeah, longer than thought I thought so. it would. so, man. Just walk down the hallway next time. <laughs> Pissing down the hallway is what I'm trying to tell you now. <laughs> Whee!